0: Welcome to After Shift. I'm Brooks, your host, and thank you for joining episode number three. I think you'll enjoy today's episode. We have Kara Haspel-Lind from Kara's Cupcakes and Bar Lucia out on the West Coast. But first, as I have done in the past, I want to do a couple thank yous. Uh, The first one goes out to Derek Stevens. Uh, We thanked him on the last podcast for a nice bottle of Willard he provided, and him and Mike. This time, I'm simply thanking him for being... Consistent and completely refusing to come on to this podcast. So thank you, Derek, for your consistency. Second, I do want to thank Charlie, my son, for providing the drum music uh, on the podcast. But uh, I do think we need to freshen it up a little bit. So Charlie, I could use a few more of those. Last but not least, my wife last week had complained that I didn't thank the dogs. Now, it actually was she was unhappy that I hadn't thanked her. So, I will thank her this time for creating content on this podcast. You'll hear towards the end, there was a slight kitchen mishap while we were recording, and uh, Jennifer decided to to clip most of the tip of one of her fingers off as she was preparing dinner. So, uh, thank you, Jen, for providing content. She is fine, other than losing a part of her fingertip. With that, uh, let me talk a little bit about who we got today. Kara Haspel-Lind. This is a podcast of Opportunity. As I think you know, the goal of this is to sit down primarily with friends in the food business, having a drink, talking about their business and their focus, how COVID went, all different kind of stuff. So this time, Kara Haspel, uh, Lind, who was a a very good high school friend of mine, was in town here in Pittsburgh. Kara has, um, as she likes to say, complete domination, world domination of uh, cupcakes and wine out on the West Coast. So she has a, a chain of Kara's Cupcake Stores, as well as a place called Bar Lucia. Her mission is to make the planet a little bit sweeter by creating celebratory moments. So during this podcast, uh, which, which has a little bit of a danger, as I said, we've got a cut finger. We also have a lot of thunder rumbling around as we're sitting outside talking, enjoying a wonderful glass of wine. So we talk a little bit about why her husband and uh, her decided to buy an Airstream during COVID. Talk some about the fires that have impacted Napa Valley and a lot of other things that go into a woman-owned business as she is, as she has. So with that, pour yourself your favorite drink, put on your headphones, and enjoy After Shift. Yeah, I think we're recording now.
1: Okay. Betty, pick up aisle one.
0: Testing, <laughs> 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 dusting, dusting. <laughs>
1: Ooh, car in the background.
0: Hey, there's Jack. What, the, what yeah. are you doing? Oh,
1: he didn't even say goodbye. It's not very nice at all. That's okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Okay, I'm excited. This how, is fabulous. How Look are at this. you? How are you, Kara? I'm good. I'm great. Welcome. I'm to in Pits- the burg, baby.
0: Welcome to Pittsburgh. Thank you uh okay so first of all we have to talk about so we're actually at my house so you're not living here in pittsburgh no i'm visiting yeah you're visiting
1: yes for 10 days 12 days actually nice i'm counting every one of them
0: um and so what are we drinking here
1: so this is as i mentioned this is kind of serendipitous we are drinking the Lyoko rose which we serve at bar lucia we serve their rose and their chardonnay and um it's pretty amazing. I, I really enjoy it and I'm really excited that you know about it.
0: Well, yeah, as I told you, we, uh, Jen and I, were there last year, two years ago, I guess it was. Okay. Last year was all the fires, right? Yes. Yeah, we were there. There were only a couple of fires. When we were There's there.
1: always a fire. Like, I'm getting ready for the next fire season. But last summer was bad, right? It was really bad. It came like. Uh, and maybe you have a, a half place mile in from Napa? Front door. Yeah. I We oh. live part time in Calistoga, which okay. is the northern part of Napa. It goes like Napa, uh, Yountville, Saint Rutherford, Saint Helena, Yountville, Yountville, Yountville.
0: It's real fancy. Is it filled with Pittsburghers? Yountville. Nope, no, no
1: Pittsburghers. Maybe one or two, <laughs> <laughs> possibly. So,
0: Calistoga, Calistoga, north.
1: north of yes, the best part of Napa Valley, Calistoga, baby. Nice, the best.
0: So we were there two summers ago, said, and we went to this winery at the recommendation of the hotel. Um, in Yonville? Sommelier, oh. no, in Healdsburg.
1: Okay, right. Okay,
0: and that was our last visit of the day. We had been to three other wineries before, um, and we drank a lot of wine there.
1: Uh, did you? And you clearly loved it. Because I you loved had this. it. So
0: now I have all. I, I get. I am in both of their clubs. I get all oh, kind of really? wine.
1: Really? So the, get-
0: the best thing about COVID, yep. there wasn't much good stuff about COVID, mm-hmm. but the best thing about COVID was all of these wineries. If you are on their wine club. They were like, buy wine. Yeah. Because they couldn't get rid of it anywhere yeah. else. And yeah. so normally you get a couple of bottles. I bought a shit ton of theirs. Yeah. Um, it's
1: amazing. You know, what you're going to find, though, is in the 2020, what are we in, 2021? Yeah. So the 2020 won't produce a lot because of the fires. I know. Especially in Calistoga. So, like, there's a couple rosés that we really want and a couple pinos, pinots. And there's just a small production because... They can't produce it because the, the grapes were smoked. Yep. Smoked that. Smoked? Ah. hmm
0: So um, was your house close to the fires? It was
1: very close. It was a quarter of a mile. I could Ooh. see it on my nest doorbell. But you know, the one so thing- So you had to get out. You got out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're so jaded by it sometimes now. It's really sad. You know, I was at Solage, this resort that we belong to, and I was having lunch with my friend, and we're looking up and- Drinking wine for lunch? Drinking wine with his little French bulldog and Lucia. Michael Mm -hmm. is actually Mm -hmm. out of town. And- you know, we're looking up and there are these seven forty sevens dropping fire retardant and we're like, Oh, I'll have the omelet and the rose and, it's just and like, hoping the retardant doesn't yeah, come flying. No, no. Over. Well they were going yeah. like, you know, like a little bit further, but we're so used to it. But then by nightfall, I I called him and I said, I think we should get out of here now. Like this is getting bad. Yeah. And by the next morning, um, it was bad and we we took off. So you kinda get numb to it, which is really sad. But at the same time, you're prepared. You have a go bag, and you got like your documents, and you're ready to go. And you you head out. And I really think though these towns of Napa and St. Lena and Yountville and Calistoga, they will do whatever they can to protect them. So they will line the road with hundreds of firefighters to make sure the town does not burn. Yeah. Now, I mean, obviously anything can happen, but uh, we are about a mile from town, so I wouldn't think it would burn. And there's vineyards in front of my home that aren't mine, but they're somebody else's. Yeah. So you should buy those. I should, sh- they're $11 million. I don't think I can afford that, a lot of but, cupcakes. but there's a lot of cupcakes. of cupcakes. Yeah. And a lot of Rose, but, um, uh, yeah. So you just got to be mentally prepared. And at some point you also come to the realization that, Hey, this could go down. And as long as I have my family and my cats, I'm good. How many cats you have? I have two cocoa and nutmeg.
0: Cocoa and nutmeg.
1: Yeah, <laughs> little babies.
0: Sticking with the whole theme, right? Cupcake oh, pit.
1: whole theme. Nice. The next one will be Cobb and Franck. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so... So just to kind of level set here a little bit, you and I went to high school together, mm-hmm. um, and I wanted you on because you're happening because be I'm super here, popular. you're Super popular, mm-hmm. and you're here in town, so mm-hmm. it made work. So we're sitting out in the back patio. That's your you dog know, here, growling. It's not me. That's Gary uh, growling at us a little bit, um, and Maisie will eventually bark loud and.
1: That's and okay. We're away. keeping it real. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so let's go from how you got to. Making cupcakes. So
1: okay,
0: you grew up in Upper Saint, the mean streets of Upper Saint Clair, mean streets Upper Saint Clair, yep. Deerfield Manor. Yeah, Deerfield Manor. Down and dirty. It, it's tough out there. It's tough out there. It's rough. rough. It is, it is <laughs> it rough. Is rough. <laughs> yeah, the Locateurs and the Benedict's and uh, they are. Oh, there's a lot of people out there. That a lot of fistfights.
1: Yeah, 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 you know, it's
0: real tough. Um, okay, so then you went to Kentucky.
1: I went to University of Kentucky, and then I graduated in four years, which was like a miracle. And what was your major? Um, communications, the easiest major possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I needed to get out. My dad told me I'll pay for four years. I was like, yeah.
0: Hey, I gotta get out in four years.
1: So I did. Lexington's nice. Jen and I yeah, were just beautiful. there. Beautiful weeks ago. Yeah. Beautiful. I just went back last summer. Um, went back to my sorority house. It was great. You know, I loved it. It's a great place to go to college. Wonderful friends, wonderful people. I can't say enough good things about it. I was there in the Rick Petino days.
0: You drink uh, bourbon while you're down there? Uh well
1: I was last passing weekend. I was passing through. Okay. So I didn't. But I, I have I've yeah. drink it I've I've had bourbon out of a shoe at the Ooh, football games nice mm-hmm. it's very really in a dress hot. all dressed really up yeah, that's right you get
0: dressed up when you go to those there yeah it's real classy
1: and then you just act like a fool yeah <laughs> perfect
0: it ma- it's made for you
1: <laughs> it's made for me <laughs> <laughs> oh my lands
0: all right so so you graduate college
1: correct then and then I I I moved to Hilton Head South Carolina and I did some women's sports marketing for a women's tennis tournament and then I made my way to New York City and I worked for Viacom. And then I got into magazines. I got into advertising sales and I worked for a travel trade magazine. I worked for Hearst magazines. So selling ads? Correct. Selling ads. So clients were like, you know, reputable you know, serious company. you had like an expense account, take people out to dinner and drinks. And I things? did, yeah, yeah. Nice. It was fun, yeah. And then I moved to LA for the same thing. Okay. And then same company. This, um, uh, this one was, I think, Teen Magazine. I can't remember. Yeah, Teen Magazine. I have Peterson Publishing, something like that. And then I went to Women.com, which was a .com back at Hearst. Mm-hmm. And then I got laid off, and so I panicked. And then I found a job um, at Condé Nast. I was going to go back to New York, but I didn't really want to go back to New York. So, so you liked LA. No, I didn't like LA at all, but I liked the West coast. <laughs> so I found a job at Condé Nast at a lore magazine in San Francisco. So I moved to San Francisco. I got the job. I moved and I didn't know anybody, but one person and he was gay and fabulous. Okay. Um, Mike Volpat. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I was really scared cause I didn't know anyone. It was like a big fear to move to a city that you don't know anyone for a new job. But I have to say it was probably the best move I ever did. Um, and I met a lot of great people. I had a great career I had great bosses. I worked with great women. It was, it was unbelievable. I I like to say I got my sea legs in sales and just how to like run your own business. Because when you're in your advertising sales, you're kind of managing your own territory. So I was managing San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, and I was traveling and it it was great. I would go back and forth to New York to New York as needed. And then I knew I wouldn't. How old were you at this point? Um, hmm, now you're dating me. I don't know. I 30? Yeah. 30, 30, yeah. 31. Okay. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And then no Michael at this point. No, I'm, you're Michael. S- I'm still 31. No Michael, it's really weird how that works. It is, you look like you're 31 <laughs> I do actually think.
0: 30. I would say <laughs> yeah,
1: but, going backwards. Yeah. Um, so no Michael, no Lucia. And I wanted to eventually have my own business cause I'm, I'm creative, but I'm also kind of business savvy. I feel. And, um, I had this dream of having my own business. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I wanted to do something on my own. Um, And then when I met Michael and we were dating, I said, I want to have a nail salon because that was like the thing to do. Nail salon. Yeah, nail salon. (sighs) I know. Rough. And my husband was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, maybe I shouldn't marry her. (laughs) And then... And he's a pilot. Yeah, he's a pilot. And then I we went traveling and we saw these bakeries and there were cupcake shops in Canada and New York. And I was like, I can do that. I love sweets. And so I went to pastry school in San Francisco at Taunt Marie's where a lot of people were have still gone. working. I was still working. I went at night and on the weekends and you know, I was recently, I was freshly married and I didn't have any children. So I just went for it and it was a class of 14 people and it was great. I went, I think Monday, Wednesdays, and then I went Saturdays all day. Yeah. And I just learned how to become an expert in, you know, just you know, buttercreams, Swiss, French, meringue, American, um, cakes, you know, sponge, you know, all the different things. Making's
0: not just yeah, I'm just gonna throw some things in here. I mean, it's pretty meticulous. It's right? pretty I mean, it's, technical. Yeah.
1: I think the first thing we did in pastry school was we made an apple pie. It was pretty funny. Everybody made like a different kind of apple pie. Was yours good? Yeah, of course. (laughs) I think I used green apples, which I don't really love. But um, yeah, it was great. You make your pie dough and then you make your pie, but you make it in pieces. So you don't just like go to class and make an apple pie. One day you make the dough and then you may make a laminated dough to go with it. And, you know, different doughs. So you're learning dough and then you do the filling and then you put it together. So it takes three days to make this apple pie. Yeah. And that's the process. And then you do the same thing for cake and the same thing for candies and the same thing for chocolate. It's just not like a one day thing. It's first of all, it's a six month course and you do it in stages. And so as you do things, you may freeze things and come back to it, or you may refrigerate it and come back to it, but it's a process of building on your experience. And at the end, you, you have the experience to go out and do it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So on the apple pie, do you like apple pie heated up with ice cream or Absolutely. just plain old yeah, heated? Love,
1: yeah. I love yeah. King's Apple Pie. Really? Yeah, with cinnamon ice cream. Yeah, well they, they yeah, cinnamon ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I like their apple pie, but I like their ice cream. Okay. Yeah. Cinnamon yeah. So I'll I'll give them a shout out. I don't know. Are they they do they yeah. still exist? They do. Okay. They do. Yes. Yeah. So um that was what we did to begin. And then I just continued on. And you know, I was I was one of those obnoxious. So still selling, selling ads. Still selling ads. Traveling still? Yes. Fitting it all in. Yeah. But I was kind of obnoxious. Married. Yes. I rolled into pastry school How did he, how, how
0: he uh, ask you to marry? Like, what what happened? Like, then he down his knee and like, yeah? Cry we, oh, we, and no, there were
1: no no, no tears. No? Um, you didn't
0: cry. You didn't like. Oh my god, I'm so happy.
1: No, I think I knew it was coming. Okay. So, um, Michael asked me to marry him on the beach in San Diego because he was living in Del Mar and I was living in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and he knew I was a total pain in the ass. And that I would want to pick up my own ring. Like no, a, big, not you, not like a big rock, Brooks. Like a big old rock. And so he got a, a ring out of the gumball machine. <laughs> I still have it. And he said, and he, he he got down on my knee and he opened it up. And I was like, hmm, that's kind of cheap looking. And I said, oh my God, no way. <laughs> Poor so Michael. Excited. I was like, this is so great. And you know, he said, "Well, you marry me, da 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 da, all this stuff," and I was like, "Yeah." And then he said, "I know you, and I know you want to pick your ring, so I'm going to let you pick your ring because you're so particular." And oh, I was like nice. So, like the next day, I was on a plane to New York to the yeah. jeweler. I was like, "Bam!"
0: <laughs> Did he give you a budget, or are you just like, "Fuck it, I'm just going I think right I just went along. with it. Yeah, I went
1: big. Although it's broken right now, what so happened? I'm not wearing it. Well, the it's platinum, so it got really soft, so the oh. it's coming apart. So I have to get it to a jeweler, but it's COVID, so you know, I haven't gotten there, so I'm just wearing the band. Hmm. So that is how I got engaged. And that's how I got the ring I wanted. So, yep. ladies, if you're listening, mm-hmm. get the gumball ring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, plant that seed. Yep. I'd like to pick my own ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just make it really big, like two carat plus. <laughs> yeah. One or the other. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, one or the other. Doesn't matter. No. Mm. As we sip our leocos. Yes. Um, and so that's, that's how we got engaged. And then he moved to San Francisco and we, you know, went on our honeymoon, came back. I enrolled in pastry school and the ball got rolling from there. And, um, yeah, and that's how so he then moved to San Francisco. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. We bought a house, renovated it and moved in at the same time. We, you know, I was starting Kara's cupcakes. I was like leaving pastry school. So what I was saying was I was kind of obnoxious when I rolled into pastry school. I already had my logo and my business card. So I like <laughs> rolled in and I was like, Hey, I'm Kara. I'm starting a cupcake business. And these women looked at me and I think they wanted to kill me. They were like, I'm just here to make like genoa cake. And I'm like, I'm going to make a business. I'm going to make a big. And so I, but I knew like I had a vision. And so I, I planted the seed for my vision and I thought, well, if I'm going to do this, I have to become an expert in it. Yeah. So I enrolled in pastry school and from there opened up one, which opened up several more. So that's how it kind of came all about. So when did you open your first store? In 2000, October 28th, 2006. And this was downtown in the, in the. uh, It was in an area, it's still there, an area in the Marina district in San Francisco, um, which is a very popular shopping destination. We were the first cupcake shop. It was kind of a big deal. The news media, everybody came. And um, I remember I I opened the doors and there was this huge line out the door and I, we ran out of product. And so I put a note on the door. I was like, we'll be back in two hours. And we were just baking it. Yeah. Making it as we went. It was nuts. It was nuts. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And then from one, then all the real estate brokers come out and they're Mm -hmm. like, Hey, I got a deal for you. I got a, I got a place for you. So you keep opening more and it just, you know, evolved into basically the sweetheart of San Francisco. We've created, millions and millions of celebratory moments and if if you think about what our mission is it is to make the planet a little bit sweeter by creating celebratory moments with each sweet we serve so that's that's what we've done and that's nice yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty epic i mean if you think about i pretty much touched everybody's lives in san francisco hopefully in a positive way that's made them enjoy dessert right and a celebratory moment that's the idea i remember
0: i sent you the picture my my uh my cousin was out in San Francisco, many years ago, whenever it was. And he sends a picture because uh, he travels, he sends me pictures. And he's like, Oh, look at me. I'm in front of this. There's a cupcake store. Who wait, knows? Wait. And I'm like,
1: like that's cow, my friend. That's,
0: I, I know Kara. That's Kara's <laughs> cupcakes. Uh, he's like, They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: they're really good.
0: Yeah, no, they are very good. They're delish. Yes. They're
1: like unbelievable. And I think the thing that makes them so good is that we're baking fresh all day and we're using really great ingredients, local ingredients. We're taking the time to make it. It's, you know, we're not, we're, we're, we're zesting lemons. Like no one's zesting lemons. Yeah. Like no one. They just don't do that.
0: So you started, you were, you were making your cupcakes in each individual store.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, we I think we were. I'm going to have to remember that. But we we do.
0: You eventually got
1: some kind of commissary. We got it's a commissary, so. but we, we make the production in a central facility, but we bake fresh at every we location. Gotcha. So we distribute those batters and frostings and cookie dough. Yes. So that's still happening. And it just allows it to be centralized and a consistent product. Yeah.
0: But so you're baking all the time in the stores. All the time. And icing then also.
1: All the time. Yep. And the people that bake are professionally trained bakers, mm-hmm. which is unique. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. How many stores do you have now? Now, after COVID, we have four. Before COVID, we have eight. We had yeah. eight. But, you know, I'm making the same amount i mean with four that I did with eight. So yeah. that's pretty good. You know, it's really expensive to operate in Northern California. It's super expensive. I've never heard that. I've heard, yeah, I, thought it was, I thought it was pretty cheap. No, there. it's unbelievable. So the rent's expensive. The labor's expensive. The insurance is expensive. So <laughs> what we've been able to do, you know, COVID was obviously a horrible thing. But COVID allowed us to really solidify our business in a way that made us operate in a more successful manner. So it allowed us to really slim down, focus, cut the waste, and just hone in on profitability. So that's been the good thing.
0: So COVID hits. Did you shut everything down? I mean, everything kind of shut down.
1: I shut everything down. We had this huge order for a very big tech company in San Francisco. It was like $30,000 worth of cupcakes. And that was to happen on Monday, March 17th or 16th. When
0: the world was ending.
1: When the world was ending. And on Friday, I called the event director and I said, I think the world's gonna end. Are you sure you're gonna do this? And she's like, Yeah, 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 we're still on. It's it's our tenth, it's our twentieth anniversary. And I'm like, Oh my god. I'm like, Okay, well you need to let me know for sure by five o'clock at the end of today. And she's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Okay. So I didn't hear from her. She's like, We're still on. I'm like, Okay. So Sunday. She emails me. We've made all the batter, right? Like the butter is <laughs> in. I
0: can. I see what's coming. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And sh- and the government's like getting ready to like shut the gauntlet. She's like, so we're gonna have to cancel. I'm like, oh. So it just went to waste, you know? Just that all went in the trash, literally yeah. all that batter. They didn't pay me. Um. Uh, I think they did. Yeah. 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 I okay. think they paid us. Oh, that's good. But we did. You know, there's a lot of waste, and we just threw it out. So yeah, we shut down for eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks, Ooh. something like that. Everybody went on unemployment. I laid off 96 people, Oh. including myself.
0: Anybody. Yeah, so everybody.
1: Everybody. Shut down. Uh, no, I left three people on at yep. very limited hours to yep. process, basically, unemployment mm-hmm. and any bills that we needed to pay, um, anything to run the operations. I just kept a short team of four, yeah. or admin people, to just make sure we got to the other side.
0: It's horrible, right? Yeah. I mean, it was horrible. It was Playing awful. people off is the worst.
1: Yeah, I was, like, crying. I was like, oh, my God, the world is coming to an end, and we're all going to die. Oh, there's thunder, Brooksy.
0: There is thunder.
1: Ooh. I guess the storm's coming. Yeah. This is even better. Do we get electrocuted? Outside?
0: Out no, no, no. <laughs> I'm this like, is, oh, my God. There's electrical equipment. It's fine.
1: <laughs> okay, great. I'll hold this metal rod right <laughs> here. Hold <laughs>
0: the metal rod. It's a metal table. And don't worry, But there's a lot of tall trees. We're oh, fine. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, good. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah.
1: this is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, but it is pretty out here. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how it all went down. It was pretty scary. Um, it was petrifying. You know, as an entrepreneur, it was utterly petrifying because everything you built was literally ripped out from under me. And I thought, okay, what do we do now? Like, so you've been
0: open for like 15 years. What did you say? 2006, you said, right? Yeah. Was it and, store? and
1: it was like radio silent. I yeah. was like, dun, dun, dun. and I thought, oh my God, what do I do now? I mean, it was awful. I mean, did you feel yeah. that way? Oh, to- it was the worst. Yeah. And I just, I, I, you know, you have to really just sit with yourself yeah. and like get raw and just be like, oh man, like now what? And you know, so we you drank some rosé. Yeah, we drank. Oh, that's the other thing. We were getting ready to open Bar Lucia yeah. and we had to like tell the people we hired, hey, we can't hire you.
0: Well, so you know. before we get to the rest of COVID, tell, tell me about Bar Lucia, how that came about Okay, and what you're doing.
1: So Bar Lucia came about, it's in Oxbow Market in Napa Valley, which is a fabulous market. Super cool. Super cool. Best place ever. Every time I'm there, I feel like I'm on holiday. It's one of my favorite places. On holiday. Holiday. Just so say when
0: you're out in California? Yeah, we're on we're holiday. On holiday. holiday. You so here in, in Pittsburgh, we're on vacation.
1: Oh yeah, no. Um, we're on holiday. There, it's a holiday. Yeah, I like it's, it's oh, holiday. Yeah, it's good. Brooks is going for a second pour. Um, You're not supposed to tell people. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> I felt like I'm on holiday when I'm in Napa. Um, and uh, Bar Lucia came about. Basically, um, we have a bakery in Oxbow Market, and we wanted to expand bigger space, capture a bigger audience. And our landlord had approached us about you know, a new concept. And we came to him with this idea. We said, how about if we open a rose wine bar? And he said, let's do it. So that's the greatest landlord ever. Yeah. Um, and so we, we came up with the concept. We came up with the brand. Um, and actually the brand, uh, the, the person that did Karis Cupcakes also did Bar Lucia and also did this wine, Leoka, which is really exciting. It's very full exciting. circle. Um, so we came up with an idea, Rose Wine Bar, Bubbles, you know, other red wines and light bites. And I didn't know what to call it. I was like, what do I call this place? And so, I mean, Michael's pretty creative too. My husband, and he's like, let's call it Bar Lucia. I'm like, sounds great. Yeah. So That's it's my Your really- daughter's name. My daughter's name, my only child. She's 13. She has a rose wine bar named after it, but it's really um, honoring all the women in my family who have been mavericks in their world, right? In whatever they do. So my great grandmother was Angela Boval, Angela Luci Bovolina. So Angela Lucia. So Lucia is Lucia Angela. Uh-huh. Ooh, thunder. And um, it's really just been, you know, bringing that to life. So if, if my mission of cares cupcakes is to create celebratory moments with each sweet, my mission at Bar Lucia is really no different it is to create celebratory moments with each wine yeah. or, you know, moment. So that's, it's just an extension of celebratory moments. And cupcakes and rosé go hand in hand. So it's a perfect extension, perfect brand extension. I have big ideas for, you know, total world domination. of course. So it's go big or go home. It's going to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's only been a year. So it really hasn't even been open a year because we've been open, closed, open, closed. We're not fully staffed, but we're all going to get there. And it's going to be pretty exciting, the the plan I have for it in the future.
0: So during COVID with uh, Lucia, Mm -hmm. uh, Bar Lucia, we- um, you did some Zoom calls and different things. kind yes. of. Well, we did it, We, we oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Mike and Meredith and yeah. Jen and I sat out here and super fun. watched you, it was fun.
1: Yeah, that was super fun. So we did some wine tasting Zoom events and we had some fabulous winemakers. We had Heidi Barrett, we had Stephanie Honig, we had Sarah Gott of Joel Gott. We had Schramsberg, we had Aesop, we had Hogwash, we had the winemakers, which is really hard to get. Like these yeah. people are busy and they wanted to do it. They wanted to bring Bar Lucia to life. You know, I was in, I'm a Napa Valley resident. And they wanted to support it, and it's it's been really cool. I'd like to do more. I've done a couple in person with the Jacks Vineyard team, um, but you know I have big ideas for future moments with Barlucci and the winemakers. But um, it was they were all very successful, which was surprising. I was, was nervous. It was
0: fun because you not only you sent so I went online, right? Ordered the, the kit. You were my first customer. I was. Yeah, nice. I was like, oh my god, Brooks ordered. So you shipped wine yes, um, and ingredients to make
1: cookies. Correct. Or, or
0: uh, some ingredients. Yeah, like sprinkles cookies. and stuff right? like it was, that. It was, it was cookies, right? Wasn't it the, well, first that, the first
1: one? The first one was the confetti cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the recipe.
0: We didn't make the cookies. We just drank the wine.
1: Okay, you're a total loser. But you have the recipe. You can still make it. I can make it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go into the kitchen. <laughs> Cut. We're making cookies. Yeah. Um, So that was pretty fun, and then we have the winemakers on, and yeah. so you get to try three wines, and you you don't have to open them all, but you can, and you can have friends over, what you did, yeah. and you can make the cookies or not; you can make them at a later date, which you will. Yeah. Ooh, thunder Ooh, again! More thunder. There's and no so, lightning yet. There's no lightning wow, yet. Though. No lightning yet. If you hear us go off air, you'll know we were hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. Uh, but, um, but as a
0: women-owned business, you've you've talked about um, really trying to push women-owned wineries. And Correct. Vineyards.
1: Winemakers. Winemakers. Yes. Yeah. yeah, And a lot of our wine is made by women, and it's really great. I yeah. mean, we did one of them with Heidi Barrett, who's, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Gott of Joel Gott. She's the winemaker behind Joel. Um, and Stephanie Honig is a friend of mine, and she's behind Honig. You know, she's the big guru marketing behind it, um, sales force behind it. Yeah. So, it's, it, yes, it's about supporting women. I mean, obviously, we do have male-made wines, et cetera, but, you know, it, Bar is very feminine. That's okay, Gary. Um, he's got his French bulldog here. Um, and it's very female focused. And I think there's a gap in the in the market for women and how people talk to women about wine. It's a very mm-hmm. masculine approach. All the colors of the websites are like mustard and burgundy and black. And there's really no feminine approach that speaks to the general women of, about wine. And, you know, men can be super educated about wine and, and women can too, but a lot of us aren't. Like I'm not super educated on wine. You know, I mean, I love wine. I'm getting educated on it.
0: Well, but also I would think, and it doesn't just men or women, a lot of times you don't have to be super educated. Just drink what you like, right? Exactly. And, and I'm, I'm assuming you're choosing wines that people like.
1: I'm I am choosing wines that people like. I'm choosing really good wines. And Michael's a big proponent of the wine list as well. He's, mm-hmm. he loves wine and he's really educated on it and he really understands it. We didn't invite Michael to this podcast. No, he was not is. invited. No. Um, but he he'll be here tomorrow. So he's in our heart. He's in our heart, Mikey. <laughs> so, um, but you know, it, it's it is about that approachableness to wine which I think there's a a beat that everyone's missing that people aren't conquering. And I think we need to speak to those people, women and men, but I'm, I'm I'm focused on women as well, because I think there's a gap in the market and I think we need to tackle that. And so that's kind of my drive. And with that, you know, comes men enjoying it too. So you just want to build the confidence in the wine market so that people can enjoy the wine and kind of know what they're, what they're drinking just to have a a understanding of it. So the wine has been fun. The wine's been super fun. It's been really fun to merge it with the cupcakes. Like we'll do pairings with cupcakes. Like we'll do like a champagne flight and a cupcake flight. Ooh, nice. Um, we have this thing called froze. Have you had froze? I've not had froze. Ooh, but froze? A, I,
0: I can assume what it is. It's
1: frozen rose. Yeah. Basically, with some sugar added, some honey, and then we do a lot of mimosas, passion fruit, blood orange, um, a Bellini. So just really yummy stuff. You know, the peaches from my friend's farm. Is she wine is he whining? Yeah. So like, Dad, once mm-hmm. it's done, wrap it up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Dad, I want Froze. Yeah. Um, so it's that that's really fun and, and people love it. And we've got cool, you know, branding and it's just it's just a it's just a great space and it's a fun space. I mean, who doesn't love like wine and dessert? It's like hand in hand, like cupcakes and frose. It's like shoot me if I don't like that.
0: So, it's in the same space, because Jen and I visited out there when we were there a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. We stopped by. Yes. Um, It was a big cupcake place. You basically divided it in half.
1: Correct. We shrunk the cupcake space, and we expanded out for Bar Lucia. So, someone called it a nook, a little nook. nook. I was like, well, that's a really expensive nook, girl. I was (laughs) like, that that took everything to build that nook. So, I mean, yes, it's about maybe 1,300 square feet now, where before it was 1,000, and we, we... Expand it out. It's really beautiful. It's lovely. It's got a terrazzo wall. I've seen the pictures. Wall, beautiful. Um, a really cool, you know, kind of faux concrete countertop and some tile. Beautiful bar stools. We have an outdoor patio. It's just, it's inviting and the food's amazing. Business is good. Uh, business is good. Napa's having a comeback. Cupcakes are having a comeback. It's like the world's on fire, you know? And, you know, we're trying to create celebratory moments in the safest way possible. And, you know, we did it during COVID with the Zoom events yeah. mm-hmm. and bringing the wine together with the winemakers and the wineries. And you've know, got a great wine list and a great cupcake list. It's yeah. like all goes hand in hand. So uh, back to COVID, right? So you, mm-hmm. you close
0: your stores. When, do you, when are you able to reopen some stores and at least start bringing people back?
1: Well, we're ready to reopen in May, but we've blown through a lot of money, right? Yeah. So the PPP1, like, mm-hmm. brought us back. Yeah. Helped. Hel- help a lot of people help i think huge. i mean i would have gone bankrupt without it I mean, there's a lot of
0: fraud in there there's no doubt about it but there were yeah. there was it was a very incredibly helpful
1: program. absolutely yeah
0: no doubt and
1: you know thank god the government came to our rescue mm-hmm. and um you know it it was a it was a huge success and uh it helped us get back on our feet it helped us hire back people um and then you know get us get us running again yeah. open the doors pay the rent um, you know, as best we could and sell cupcakes as best we could yeah. with all while trying to keep everyone safe.
0: So the day, like the first day you reopen mm-hmm. in person, Yeah, people come?
1: Yes, absolutely. The problem was they couldn't come inside and they had to have a mask on yeah. and it was, you know, we had like six flavors, maybe four flavors Yeah, and we only baked a little bit. And so if you came and there wasn't any, it was like, sorry. So we had, we couldn't gauge. So we just had to do it and let people know like this is it. And the one thing that it helped me understand was, you know, pre-covid I was like bake 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 win 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 go 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 like perfectionist yeah. like run it run the ball. Yeah. And after covid I was like when we're out we're out. Like this is all we can do. Yeah. We have we're short staffed, we're doing our best. Tough crap. We're not going to kill ourselves like this is what you get and you don't get upset. Yeah. And people understood. And it really took a level of stress off that made me start to enjoy business again and enjoy creating celebratory moments. So that was pretty good. Yeah. I like that.
0: Um, I wonder what this noise was. It's raining now.
1: Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, why do you have um, movie seats in your yard? Those are um, old Three River Stadium seats. Oh, really? There's yeah. only two of them. So what do you do? You just hang out there and make out with Jen? No,
0: yeah, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, we love PDA. Um, okay. All the time. <laughs> all the time.
1: It's like so, random. Yeah.
0: Um, well, we put them 11 there. 11 and 12. Yeah. That's well, your seat number. You know, we bought some seats when they when they tore it down. And then we it, we put them there, I think, for either Cora or Jack's graduation party. Okay. You know, they were playing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. cornhole up there. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of looks all right. It looks
1: kind of cool up there. Okay, wait. I got to get a picture of this. Yeah. Because it's so damn funny. It's like random. Yep. Brooks, random. All here right. So
0: so back to business here. Back to business. Um,
1: women owned business. Seventy-five percent women-owned. Yeah, yeah. You got to give Michael a little yeah, bit of credit. Yeah, he is—he yeah. is a large part of the creative. You know, I'm pretty fearful. I'm all about fear, fear, fear. Yeah. Michael is fearless. Ooh, nice. fearless. And I'm like, I don't think we can do that. He's like, we're doing it. I'm yeah. like,
0: okay. <laughs> but one thing that comes to being a women-owned business is having kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Lucia comes when.
1: Well, I opened Kara's Cupcakes first and then Lucia came. Okay. So I remember I had I mean, it's her. In clearly, a-
0: she didn't come from magic, right? Right. I, mean,
1: I had a baby Bjorn and she was in it and I was like hustling cupcakes.
0: So, how many stores did you have when that happened?
1: I think I had two. So that's Not tough. That ma- yeah. yeah. It's got to be tough, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you got to leave her with a nanny and, you know, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of I don't know's, but you want to do it because you want to succeed.
0: But it probably changed your viewpoint on everything, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was just like, like again, going for it. Like, put the pedal to the metal. Like, like we'll figure it out as we go. I'm a big figure-outable kind of girl. Yeah. Like, and I think that scares my staff sometimes. They're like, oh, my God, what's she doing now? I'm like, we're going to figure it out. <laughs> and we do. I see that. Right? Knowing
0: you from high school and, and all the years I've known you, there's no doubt. Like, yeah. we're just going to go do this. Like, Yeah, we're right, going to figure in. it out. And yeah. if we
1: bomb, we bomb, and we'll wow. we'll wipe ourselves off. We'll get back up, and we'll do it again. Yeah. And nine, times out of 10, we succeed. Well, and big, everybody what, what feels your, good.
0: What was your biggest bomb?
1: What was my biggest bomb? I don't know. I got to think about it. Let me think. My biggest bomb. Oh, that's such a good question. I don't know. My biggest bomb. Mm. You made a flavor, uh, uh, you know, a store. Yeah, Monterey was tough. That was kind of a bomb. So you opened a store in Monterey. We opened a store in Monterey. We were there for like- Cannery Row there? No, we were in Del Monte Plaza, which is the mall. Our neighbor was William Sonoma and Banana Republic. It just didn't have the audience we wanted, Mm -hmm. but we stuck it out and then- you know, we, we, during COVID we got out of the lease yeah. and that was good. You know, you, you learn along the way and that's what I'm saying. Like COVID's been good. It's been able to, it's helped me realize like, okay, what's the good stuff that we want to keep and what's the bad stuff that we don't want to keep and how do we want to remain in this great space of moving forward? Yeah. So I would say that bakery wasn't the most, you know, successful. We had great staff, great people. It was a beautiful bakery, but it was far away Yeah. and it was hard to get to. It's far yeah, away if from you're, if you're San in Napa Francisco. or
0: even just San Francisco. It's, a, it's yeah. a drive.
1: So I live in San Francisco during the year. Lucia mm-hmm. goes to school there. And then we live yep. in Napa in the summer and kind of on the weekends. When you holiday. You holiday, on holiday. When we holiday, holiday we in holiday in the Napa Valley. In a Solage. <laughs> in <It's> a Solage. <laughs> with Rosé with 747s flying over us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got a funny story about Solage. I, I, sh- I shouldn't tell, but I'm going to tell it anyways. Mm-hmm. So, a number of years ago, we went out to, uh, I was doing triathlons at the time, right? Ooh. And I was going to do this aqua bike in Vine Man, which is you swim two and a half miles, and then you ride 112 miles on your bike.
1: It sounds awful.
0: It's, yeah. <clears> so, so, but it, I, I would never be able to do a full Iron Man. Right. Because then you have to run a marathon. That's, that's right. absolutely idiotic. So, we go out, Jen and I and my brother Mark go out. Right.
1: Right. Is he running this too? No,
0: no, no. Okay. He was there just to keep Jen company okay, when gotcha. I was doing the race. And okay. so we were in San Francisco a couple of days and I ended up getting really bad diarrhea.
1: Nice. Horrible. I love this podcast. Yes. Go for it. <laughs>
0: so, but anyways,
1: long story short.
0: <laughs> so I end up dropping out of the race. I can't do it.
1: I'm going to keep drinking. You and, keep talking. And, and, <laughs> and so we
0: drive over and, and the plan was we're over, it was over in Sonoma Valley and then we drove up and over into Napa. Right. And we went to Solage and I felt so bad. I mean, were you
1: staying there? No.
0: We okay. just stopped for You know like,
1: I'm like half a mile from there. I know. Okay. I know. You didn't yeah. call me.
0: I didn't know that then. That was like okay. just like five, six years ago.
1: Whatever. Yeah, Go home.
0: Um and I I hit their bathroom a lot when I was there. They were right. sitting out by the pool having drinks. I'm like,
1: oh, So oh. did you do this this event? No, no, no. I totally okay. dropped out. Oh uh, uh, yeah!
0: Oh, there was no way. There was. It
1: was. Damn! Did you like salage You just didn't. You like the bathroom? Beautiful. No, it was
0: very <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was nice, nice bathroom. Sat outside there. Yeah, it's great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they have good rosé. Um, I wasn't drinking that
0: day. I, I drank so. a lot the next day.
1: You got to come back out to Napa. You got to come to Bar Lucia and Caras. Know, maybe
0: next summer we'll, we'll come have
1: to out to eat and drink.
0: Yeah, we do need to come out. And yeah,
1: drink. totally. I have to have a party. My fiftieth. When you turn fifty. I already turned fifty. I was going to say. But we're going to celebrate. 50 like, you know, you can celebrate 50 whenever you want. You I turned cel- 50 at the end of this month. This month? Yeah. Oh, August what? 29th. Ooh, you're a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. I
0: what? Yeah, Well, I'm, I'm not sure what Virgo really does. Well,
1: really. are you neurotic? Uh, no, not really. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe you're on the cusp of Leo. I don't know. Yeah, you're a Virgo. I'm at the end of, I think, of Virgo. No, you're kind of in the beginning of it. Oh. I'm at the end. But I'm a true Virgo. Oh. Trust me. Okay. Are you a perfectionist?
0: Um, I would say depends on the day and okay. What, what, what so that's kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. You're yeah, a burden. Yeah, okay. Yeah, try. All right.
1: August twenty I Fifty. Mean, clearly, why?
0: I am a professional at this podcast. Oh my god.
1: This is it. this is, uh, crushing it. Killing I mean, it. this is like CNN worthy. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's the rain ki- stopped. Oh yeah. I know. Oh, I yeah. love it. But your dog's still going. Yep.
0: All right. So uh, so now to the real nitty gritty.
1: Okay. Nitty gritty. I thought we got to that, but go ahead. What
0: makes the cupcake the cake or the icing?
1: Um, I think it's a combination, but if you don't have good cake, you have nothing. And I have a really good cake. I have a really, really good product. People freak
0: out. No, I love your cupcakes. I've had them when yeah. I've been out there.
1: I think it's but- the cake, and it's also the ingredients. So the ingredients makes the cake and the frosting. Yes, you you mentioned honey er- earlier. Um, mm-hmm. You buy a lot of things local. Absolutely. The eggs are Petaluma Farm Fresh eggs. The chocolate is Guitard, which I think you can get here. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. The dairy is Clover Dairy. Um. The sugars, C and H, um, you know the lemons, the carrots, all of it's local. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we're still zesting the lemons. No one's yep. doing that.
0: No one likes zesting lemons.
1: No, it's a pain. And we crack eggs. People buy usually buy eggs in a bag. You really, you we really crack, crack all the eggs. We crack the eggs.
0: That's a pain in the ass. Totally. And Your I will continue. Have to hate you for that.
1: I they they can crack. They take two hands and they crack, boom, 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 boom. They just crack eggs. So I saw something. Super fast. I saw
0: something not long ago. And like no shell. Where, where you should crack the egg on a flat surface, not on the. Like Correct.
1: The yeah. Fly. Table, boom, in the bucket, in the cambro.
0: I would always think like on a corner of a. Of
1: so a what pot. we do, the secret is we crack the eggs the day before. So okay. there's a big bucket of eggs. Okay. And that's the bucket for the recipe, for the large recipe. Well, yeah. In e- our 60 quart mixer. But so either way, it. you're cracking yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I've just never, you know, I've never used bagged eggs. I don't know. I guess I could, but I don't. Why change now? I'm not going to.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Mm -mm.
0: So Mm. while I like cake, um, I'm a really big icing person.
1: Okay. So do you like American buttercream, Swiss meringue, Italian meringue? Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen my body? I eat like it. It doesn't really matter. Okay, right. Yeah. So, um, well, we do all the meringues. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the meringue trio. But yeah, the American is like powdered sugar and yeah. the chocolate or the yeah, butter. Like and butter the, oh, the, yeah. the butter is uh, butters actually challenge butter, which is one of the best butters. Challenge butter. Mm hmm. And then. Butter's uh, important. Butter's important. Unsalted. People don't yeah. understand that. My mom's always like, why don't you get any salt in? I'm like, because you want to control the salt in the recipe. Okay. So the, so
0: let's so those listening people don't that's understand the reason you choose unsalted.
1: Yes, you want to control baking is all about control. Yes. So it's being a Virgo, so I mean, if you're making like eggs in the morning, well, I mean that's fine. But if you're baking, salted eggs then. Um, I really I only have unsalted butter. I don't um, have any other butter. You're, you're a baker, yeah. But um, if you're baking with salted butter, then you don't need to put salt in the recipe for Got your you. baking. I mean, you can. You just don't want to oversalt it. Yeah. You want to control the... the, But the other thing is salt enhances the flavor, like a vanilla does or an almond extract. So the salt, you want to control it. If you have to use salted butter, like go for it. But you just don't need to add the salt. And if you do, you do, whatever. I mean,
0: you're not selling cupcakes like me. So what's the best, in your opinion, the best cupcake you sell?
1: Well, the best cupcake we sell is not my favorite. The best cupcake we sell is red velvet. That's best selling. Yes. The best cupcake we sell... Um, red velvet So
0: it's red velvet cake Correct What's the icing Cream cheese Cream cheese With a little icing. bit of almond
1: extract So my favorite cupcake Is vanilla chocolate I like vanilla cake With sweet chocolate frosting um, And you get the best of both worlds mm, And Lucia yeah, 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 likes that And Michael uh-huh. likes that So it's kind of like a fight If I okay. bring one home We're I'm like Oh we gotta it cut it in three
0: one. So
1: that's, that's our so favorite You only bring one cupcake home Sometimes I really don't bring cupcakes home and if I do, I'll eat them. So, so I can't bring them home. Such a mean mom. I know. Terrible. Lu- Lucia likes chocolate velvet, which is chocolate mm-hmm. with um, uh, an Italian meringue chocolate buttercream. So it's whipped egg whites folded in uh, guitar chocolate, yeah. melted. And then, and some vanilla. And then we roll it in a French chocolate sprinkle called Calibo. Ooh. Mm, delish. And then, um, What else is good? The fleur de sel is good. It's a chocolate cake with caramel filling, bittersweet chocolate ganache sprinkled with sea salt. Fleur Mm -hmm. de sel, excellent. So, I mean, the carrot is unbelievable. It has raisins and uh, walnuts. Delicious.
0: Do you you, uh, uh, shred the carrots?
1: We peel them and we put them in the Robocoup. Yeah. Yeah. We don't buy already shredded carrots. We break them up ourselves. Mm, Yummy. Yeah.
0: So I read somewhere you made um, cupcakes for Robert Mondavi's like 100th birthday. Oh, yeah. That was pretty fun. He was already dead, though. Well, I figured that. Yeah. Yeah. But you used the Fumi Blanc?
1: I did. And the the vanilla Italian meringue buttercream. It was interesting. Is it good? Yeah, it was delicious. You could taste it. And Marguerite Mondavi was there. She has since passed as well. Lovely woman. I felt I was so honored. You know, I read a lot about him and I was like, oh my God, this guy's like a maverick. I yeah. mean, in so many ways. I mean, he just like, you know, canvassed the Valley and Italy and everything and made this amazing wine company. And he was a perfectionist, probably a Virgo. And <laughs> he, um, he just did so much. And so when I read about him, I felt so honored that they selected me. I was like floored, you know, and I thought if he were alive today, we would be total best buds. So how many cupcakes did you make? Um, not, th- uh, I think a thousand maybe look at me, not that many, maybe a thousand. Um, we did it on the caravan, which we don't really use the caravan with COVID, but it was, it was at Mondavi, which is a great facility. Unbelievable. And it was pretty fun. I was, I was honored. Yeah. Completely, completely honored. (laughs) Okay.
0: We had to take a small break. Um, small accident in the kitchen. My wife cut her finger. So
1: yeah, it's flailing around charlie's
0: driving the <laughs> er so.
1: brooks shouldn't laugh but. they asked me what to do i was like put your hand above your heart <laughs> <Should> <laughs> they were we? like oh really i was like my husband's a lifeguard <laughs> was he a lifeguard he was he was oh. a lifeguard he was a ups driver now he's a pilot he likes emergencies
0: so how much was he involved in the business a very lot. much yeah
1: yeah very much not
0: just trying things like he took care of the sucks.
1: Like no i you. mean you know Ooh, thunder again. Michael was uh kind of um the guy, you remember I told you I, was, I had a lot of fear mm-hmm. and he's fearless. I was like, I don't think I can do this. He's like, we're doing it. So he's the guy that kind of pushed me forward. Nice. And, and to open the first business, you know, back then, uh, I think we to build out the first carers was like 125 grand and we took out a home equity line of credit for that, yep. you know, because we were like starting out and then each one after that, was between five and seven hundred thousand so we built out a lot of these yeah, and each yeah. one fed the other one yeah but he was pretty fearless on it but each time when you're taking out five hundred thousand dollars it's a lot of money it's a lot of money yeah and the great thing is, is that we're debt free which is fantastic that's awesome yeah that's a good feeling even through covid some yeah, yeah yeah well yeah yeah maybe right after covid we got debt free yes
0: yeah, so it's great want- no that's awesome
1: it's like anything's go now yeah we can do anything
0: all right so you want to open up more barley cheese? or something like it
1: Um, possibly I'm not sure. Um, I think, um, I really want to build a wine business geared towards women that focuses on empowering them and inspiring them to shop for wine and understand wine and things that accompany wine. So kind of like a goop for women, but in the wine world. (laughs) yeah you're
0: not gonna sell all those really super crazy things that she sells i might
1: but um i've got ideas brooks and world domination and it'll happen so it's just it's in my head it's a seed right now and you know covid kind of held me back and now i'm just coming out of that covid you know hole where i'm starting we're starting to build it yeah so that's kind of where we are so we built the bar will there be other bar i don't know never say never
0: so you don't want to just sit back and be like, okay, I got four stores, I got a bar, like, am yeah, just gonna kind of. No, I'm ease
1: not gonna sit back. Uh, no, I got plans. Nice. I got plans. Plans. Yeah, I got big plans, and um, Is I want. Does she
0: like the business? Does yeah. She, does she enjoy the concept of you owning business and?
1: I think she does. I think she's real proud. And, yeah. You know, like sometimes I'm like super proud, and when she meets new people, I'm like, did you tell them who I am? <laughs> <laughs> and she'll say, no, that's weird. I'm like, no, it's not. Like people will like you. How old, how old is she? <laughs> She's thirteen. Oh yeah. Like we'll be at water polo. I'm like, did you tell them who I am? She's like, no, you're so weird. I'm like, sorry.
0: <laughs> so you embarrass her?
1: I don't embarrass her, but you I don't purposely embarrass her. No, places, just
0: like say silly things and well, yeah, I like say s- totally
1: stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah, like I will talk to anyone about anything. Yes, like even in Pittsburgh. Like I'll meet someone and be like, I have I have bakeries in San Francisco and a wine bar. Like the guy, mm-hmm. Giant Eagle yesterday. I bought that stupid nineteen Crimes by Snoop Dogg. For fun, took yeah. it to Michelle Johnston's. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, God, I've heard about this. I should just try it. It's disgusting. Wait, what is it? It's his new rosé.
0: Oh, my God, it's got to be gross.
1: Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. And the guy at the Eggle on checkout. Does was Michelle like, Michelle sell that, by the way? No.
0: It's not her one of her lines.
1: No, not for <laughs> <we're> sure not. <laughs> I'm sure Martha Stewart drinks it with him. But the guy at the Eggle, Mike, said, oh, my God, my wife and I love this. And I was like, really? He's like, it's fantastic. So I brought it to Michelle's, and we, I was like, Jerry, chill it. So we chilled it and we brought it out. I also brought 50 bucks worth of ice cream sandwiches, like six ice cream sandwiches for 50 bucks. So we brought out the one. It tasted like poisonous um, uh, high C. It was so bad. Rosés can be,
0: they're they're tricky.
1: They're tricky. This one's amazing. You got to know what you're getting. You got to know the grape. And it's basically geared towards like people that probably just don't care. And they just think it's fun, but it was really bad.
0: So if you go to slash kara they'll give you 25% off. Is that what?
1: Maybe we're going to tell them that tomorrow. Yeah. Just Bang. go ahead just go ahead and just do that, people. Just do that.
0: There's like 25 people listening, so it's not really <laughs>
1: 25 really it's important, important people. It's not be a huge rush of people. <laughs> really important. <laughs> um so, you know, um yeah, that world domination in the wine world is on my list, so we'll see if we get there. Gotcha. I don't know. You know, I'm going to learn as I go. More
0: cupcake stores or you're pretty happy No, where I'm happy is. where I am. I yep. think
1: shipping is the way to go. I'm getting into that. I, you know, So you ship cookies now? We ship cookies. I we, got some,
0: I got some cookies during COVID. You yeah. just started shipping those, right?
1: We've been shipping them a couple years, but I think, you know, I really want to launch this new business in the right way and it can be accompanied by desserts mm-hmm. and Karas won't be going away. It'll just be evolving into something else that will support Barluchia and what Barluchia will become. So a new venture, basically. Cupcakes would be hard to ship. Cupcakes. They would, but I can do cakes, which are just as good. I love cakes. I love cake, too. Mm -hmm. Mm. What's your favorite cake?
0: What's my favorite cake? Flavor. Flavor. Oh, I like chocolate. I also like ice cream cakes, though. I mean, we all like cookie cakes, too. Do you make cookie cakes?
1: Oh, my God. Killer cookie cakes. Do you really make Killer. Killer. Can you ship them to us? No, but you can make your own. (laughs) <laughs> a lot you work. mean like a layered cookie cake or like one layer? Because we do one layer.
0: Well, well, like one layer, like you buy at the Iggle, right? I mean, yeah, you know, no, mine are really good, but they're they're, they're, they're kind of greasy and they're not that great.
1: No, um, mine are good. Shipping would be tough because you know you like them fresh yeah. or maybe the next day.
0: Yeah, because Charlie doesn't really like cake very. much. He loves icing, and he loves cookies. So we always buy cookie cakes for a birthday. Yeah,
1: they're really good, and our vanilla frosting, or sweet vanilla frosting, is amazing on the cookie mm. cake. It's a chocolate chip cookie cake. It's delicious. So
0: could you send me the mix, and I just mix? I myself? have it.
1: Absolutely, I have a chocolate chip cookie that's mix. What you should do. Yeah, so that's where I'm going with this. It's like celebratory well, hurry moments. Up and get it done. We're, we're happy to be your testers. Oh, totally, and yep. I'm I'm on it. It's going to happen, and you know, it's just we came out of COVID what in like April or March. Yeah. So you got to get staffed. It's impossible yeah, yeah, yeah. to get staffed, yes. and then you you, you know you got to like build it again. So there's the thunder gods talking to us. Seriously. So um, yeah, it's 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 all coming together, and uh, there's no business plan. It's all a, it's just a mental plan, yeah. and there'll be a business plan. But I've got plans aren't that much fun though. Right? They're and not and fun. No, you look at them,
0: you're like, eh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, Man. but you know, you got to write something to kind of give yourself a path. So Isn't that what Michael's for? No so <laughs> not at all, but I do do vision boards. I create like boards oh, with you? things that I cut out and in I put on there. House? Yeah. I've got a couple vision boards mm-hmm. and that, that's kind of cool. And then you see what you created and yeah. like, you know, so that, that's kind of cool. Do you ever do those vision boards? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're pretty fun. Um, I cut them out of magazines, so that's kind of fun.
0: Yeah. We did, uh, when, when I opened up a uh, block, my, yeah. my epic failure. Yeah. Um, my epic failure. Was, there are no um, epic
1: failures. Oh no, it was a
0: good one. Um, it was fun though. Yeah. Um but it was fun kind of designing it and building it and saying, you yeah. know, and, and really looking at okay, what do we want one? What do we look like? What do we want the feel to be? What do we want right. to do? This and right. Um it was the first time I ever went like on Pinterest and, oh, and I looked and pinning. said, Pinning oh, Brooks like this. is pinning. I was pinning because right. we had a designer that was helping us, an architect that was yeah. designing it and we were saying, This is what we like. Yeah. This is what yeah. we don't like. We don't yep. want this, we do want that. Yeah. Um and it was a, it was fun doing it. Um, it was fun seeing the vision come true. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, mine is a little bit different. Mine's a vision of all things. So yeah. like, you know. It could be like hands rolling the dough mm-hmm. or packaging or, I mean, similar, but different just things that you want to accomplish. And it doesn't have to be work related. It can just be life related as well. So I don't know. I feel like I'm a creative. I'm also a business person. So I try and merge them together and I'm a big manifester. So if I think it, I can create it. Yeah. And you know, it's just been hard with COVID to create. Yes. Because you're held back. Yeah. So I'm ready to like go full force world domination. Nice. It'll happen. All right,
0: before, before we go, mm-hmm. um, and I go visit my wife at the hospital, mm-hmm. um, so last summer, I like talking about COVID trips. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah. So Good you times. and Michael, mm-hmm. if I recall, watch yourself and Lucia, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming Lucia didn't pay for this. Um, she Apple paid it. Bought the Aerostream, right? Aerostream. Mm-hmm. Aerostream. Mm-hmm.
1: Silver Bullet. Bambi. It's called a Bambi.
0: So- if you would have told me uh, when we were in high school that one day Kara Haspel's going have a to have a trailer, yeah, that'd be a no, and drive across the country, there's no <laughs> fucking way.
1: Only the fanciest anyone, trailer, anyone would Fine have thought
0: of So, you have a fancy trailer,
1: I have a fancy trailer. I decorated it to the nines. Yep, um, it's so fun, Brooks. It's so fun, it, and I have friends in calistoga i have six friends in calistoga with families and we all have these trailers another friend in san francisco and we go places and we have the best food it's like a contest too. you can make the best food appetizers desserts so you the whole have a deal. kitchen in it, shower kitchen shower yeah. bathroom um two beds well one bed and then a sofa bed and then it's got an outdoor shower mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool it's the coolest thing ever so where'd you go so you decided to buy this thing and then you Drove cross country, yeah, came we didn't, here, right? Yeah, we didn't want to fly, but going last summer was a little rough because nothing was open, like all the presidential libraries were closed, yeah. so we went across the country, we like booked across the country, um, I think I hit every McDonald's in every state, <laughs> and um, it was pretty wild, but it was it was fun, it was fun on the way back, I've been to so many places since then, Northern California, Southern California, uh, Park City, um, Ooh, so, I love park City. Yeah, super fun. Great places. We've we've cooked great food. We've had great food. I recently went to Malibu. Ooh, um that was interesting. Yeah. The boo. With
0: so with the trailer? They had with the trailer. Oh my god, I
1: met people from Pittsburgh at the trailer park. At the trailer park in he, Malibu. They were, they were on their Harley Davidson's. It was epic. They were like well Did they I, drive across the country from Totally, Pittsburgh? totally. They're from McKee's Rocks. So what were the names? I don't know. I just talked to them for a minute. So there were like six bikes, and they had Billy Pen- and Donna. They had Pennsylvania on their license plates, and so I found the guy. I was like, "Hey, where are you from?" He's like, "Pittsburgh." I'm like, "Oh my god, so am I!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I'm in my fabulous airstream," and he's like, "Oh." And so we just talked. He was the head of the Pittsburgh Harley Association, whatever that means, <laughs> but really cool. And they were going to Las Vegas to a wedding, and they were heading their way back. So it was, it was you know, once you're from Pittsburgh, and you meet someone from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. You could be rich, poor, broke, you know, whatever, full of money. It doesn't matter. You're from the Berg. Yeah. And, like, there's a connection. That's awesome. That's it. It was cool. Loved it. So that was really fun.
0: So you cruise around. Now, that was your vacation. So you drive around. Well, and
1: you're, yeah, and then we went to didn't, Santa.
0: You didn't come here, though. This, no,
1: this not this year. I flew here. But we did go to Charleston before we got here. But we went to Santa Barbara with it. We went to Northern California. Um, sometimes we just go in our driveway. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're just like, let's go to our driveway. <laughs> Stay a night. Like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, this is great. I'm like, clean it up.
0: <laughs> but I'm guessing a lot of those places out there, like, a lot. I mean, around here, if you have a trail, you go somewhere, you you have a campfire. I'm assuming you can't do that in California.
1: Um, You could do a couple campfires. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends. We have this thing called a solo stove. It has oh, wood. It's pretty uh-huh. cool. And you can do stuff with that. Um, but we,
0: sparks can cause a problem out there in California.
1: Yes. At certain times of the year. Yeah. Yeah, like in the winter, it's it's a green light. In the summer and fall, it's a it's no, it's a no go. Yeah, yep. like right now you can't do that, but um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. One like a couple. When was it? Like last fall, Michael had we used the solo one night and had s'mores and had friends over for wine and we were like out in the trailer, and he the, he wanted to turn the solo off. Well, you can't really turn it off. You have to like water it down and douse it. So he doused it with water and then he went somewhere. I don't know where he went, and he put the embers in the trash. And so the trash guy pulled up and he's like, Your garbage can is on fire. I was like, What? So I ran outside. <laughs> I'm like, What? And I said, Well, I don't know who would do this. My husband wouldn't do this. He totally wouldn't do this. And he's Your like, garbage Well, it's is on fire. He's like, Well, it's melting. And then these bikers were going by. They're like, Do you smell that? Do you smell there's a fire? And like, total panic. And so I called him. I'm like, Did you put the embers in the trash? He's like, Yeah. I'm like, What you <laughs> and I'm like oh my god why would you do that he's like I didn't think it would melt the trash can I'm like what did you think I was gonna do I'm like we look like idiots I'm like it's like fire season and our, our the trash can is smoking Yeah, and we're like it's scaring we're sma- we're scaring people he's like oh so now we have a big hole in our trash where can
0: you just, so you just what, but where do you put the embers now you let, You'd let you like,
1: have it's called letting them cool for like cool. 50 hours okay. before you yeah. throw them out that'd be smart so yeah wouldn't it you'd mm-hmm. think so anyway he's still a good guy
0: I mean, he has certain skills,
1: certain skills. He's not perfect. (laughs) Killing
0: fires is not one
1: (laughs) of his skills. So yeah, it's been fun. The airstream has been fun. The business has been fun. It's been, you know, we found, you know, the silver lining in COVID, which was good. So.
0: All right. So hit me up again with the mission statement of.
1: Of everything. Yeah. Everything under the sun for Kara. So
0: what is moving forward? What's your mission?
1: Well, to make the planet a little bit sweeter by creating celebratory moments with each sweet and savory and wine that we serve. So basically, world domination on celebration. Love it. Yeah, love it. I, think, you, we,
0: I think we wrap it there.
1: Yeah, do you have a mission?
0: Uh, to have a drink with you.
1: <laughs> love it. <laughs>
0: Brooksy. My mission changes every day. I know.
1: Yeah. It's all right. It's all good. Thank you, Brooks. Cheers to you, Karen. Cheers.
0: All right. all right, have a good one.